0: sit in your gaming chairs comfortably and prepare yourself for the below average gamers podcast prepare for some below par below your expectations and below average discussion about everything games and enjoy hello and welcome to below average gamers podcast episode six we are back after a long hiatus uh, that was longer than planned and we've had a lot of things that get, got in the way of recording this episode haven't we tom yeah, a few little bumps in the road, but nothing below bumps. average gamers can't handle. You know, we had plans to record it. We started recording it. And then would you believe I had a power cut, which I've not had in like 15 years or something like that in this would house? Would you believe? Would you believe? It's like people are trying to get in our way to release this this fantastic quality content that we're I trying to I think I know who it might be, Dan. Who? Who? I think it's the Below Average Gaming podcast. Oh, people. that other podcast with a similar name. Yeah, yeah, I think they're out yeah, to get us. They're out to get us, but you know, we will, we will prevail. Is that the word? Yeah, prevail. we will prevail. We'll prevail. We will prevail, and we're going to. And so we are back. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, because all of that's passed. Yeah, I mean, getting get up too much then. Anything Christmassy? Anything New Yeary Oh, I mean, I tell you what, there was something. That both of us got up to, and it took us eight and a half hours to uh, get up to it. Uh, But we will reveal that later. But it was a true project, really an accomplishment for both of us, I think. Well, Uh, uh, no, an accomplishment for you. And Uh, you, uh, on a game that would have taken me two, maybe three (laughs) hours. Not nine and a half. It had its challenges, but we'll discuss that later. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, Shall I give an overview of what we got going on today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up. So we'll talk about the riddle, obviously, from two weeks ago, if anyone can even remember what that riddle is. Uh, And then we're going to talk a little bit about our eight and a half hour project that me and Tom did sort of over the Christmas break. We've also got some gaming news to update because there's obviously things that have been going on over these past few weeks. Uh, We're going to bring No Brainer Club back because there's things that we need and that people need to know about what we need so that we can all get it together. No Uh, doubt. And of course, with 2020 now past, we need to talk about our favourite games that have happened in the year of 2020 so that's what we have to look forward to is that what you call them the favourite games that have happened in the, the year of 2020 games, or yeah, would yeah. you not just call them the games of the year no I'm trying to be different from uh, the rest favourite you know? games of the year that this, was 2020 Yeah, okay. favourite games of the year that were 2020 uh, yeah, okay. the, year. <laughs> the year the year that was so good they named it twice exactly that good that good. so that's what we've got to look, to look forward to uh, so let's crack on can we get the yeah, let yeah, get the riddle yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. play it again for you Kicking a ball with your feet, be you dinosaur, plumber or mushroom that meet, FIFA may be your first thought, but it is far from that is what I thought.
1: Okay, yeah, so my thoughts on that would be, I mean, I thought I knew it at the time and I still kind of feel like I know it. Yeah, obviously something Mario-based. It is something and, Mario based. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but Mario Football Soccer All-Stars Smash
0: Battle Mario Plus. Of all the things you said, not one of those were right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it I is, it is a Mario right game line. and it is a football game, but you just didn't use the right word to name Which is? To the game. So, uh, and actually, funnily enough, I did get some submission, a submission, and it was the same as yours. It was just like, I know it's a Mario football game, but I don't know what the game's called. Uh, and yeah, I mean,
1: I, I, I've never played a Mario football game. Oh man, I, I, it's actually I've quite played good. like
0: the Olympic games. Uh, yeah, Sonic it's not and that. Mario, which was quite fun. Yeah, no, this one is called Mario Strikers, uh, and Ooh, it was really stupid. good. I, I had it on. The, well, it was only on the Nintendo Wii. Um, and wee. Wee. and uh, I really enjoyed it, actually. It was a really good little like football game. You know, relatively... Like the Mario Tennis games where you basically have... A, and Mario Kart, even. You have, you know, items and abilities that you can use, but you're using mm. it in a football pitch setting. And I think it was three on... Three. Three, I think there's only three. It's, so it's very,
1: very much a football game developed for someone like you who knows nothing <laughs> about football. For the non-footballers there's, there's, of the world. Yeah, for, for the children and people like They're you.
0: They're not playing offside rules or any of that nonsense in Mario Strikers. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell yeah, you that much. You, you wouldn't know all that. Do you know what offside is? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, what is it? Yeah, so, you know, like, it's a game of two halves, and in the two halves, you know, there yeah. are people that are on one side... And yeah. there are people on the other side. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then these two people uh compete. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. No, yeah. I do know what it is, I'm just joking. It's, it's the line thing. You the, the Oh right, the line thing. The striker yeah, 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 yeah. should be in front yeah. of the defender. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The striker should be in front of the
1: defender, correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, shouldn't be. That's offside. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, See Got I told on. you I knew. I know Kay. these things. There's the offside rule. <laughs> so yeah. that's what you came here for. Just, yeah, yeah. We're teaching about football now. So uh, that's exactly it. Uh, Mario Strikers is indeed the game. And uh, we now have a guest on our show uh, called Ledley the dog. Here he is. <laughs> <But> obviously, <laughs> you guys don't have video, but if you will pop us on the Instagram. Have video on
1: the YouTube. And you're
0: Instagram. meeting our first non-animal, no, sorry, non-human <laughs> guest. The reason I did that was purely because he won't stop whining. He so needs the attention. He needs the attention, but you know that's what a guest gets to speak up on the show when a guest wants to speak up on the show. No doubt, yeah, <laughs> no yeah, doubt. Yeah. So that's the riddle, Mario Strikers. Uh, let's see what happens at the end of the episode with the new riddle. Hopefully, get some. Yeah, let me just
1: remind people early on uh, uh, there is a five pound Steam gift voucher in this. Yeah, show, there's so
0: things to win definitely at least have a guess. Why not? Yeah, and I'd love to hear, because I've seen in our stats that we do have some international listeners, would you believe? We've got some listeners in Germany. We've got some listeners in Denmark, I think it was, uh, and in France. Please, like, contact us. Uh, I'd love to hear some of your ideas. It doesn't have to be just people that we know. (laughs) It can be... I mean if i'm honest it might be me on a vpn listening it's <laughs> just finding your way around yeah yeah smart good strategy so yeah please uh hit us up with anything from guessing your riddles to any ideas of what you want us to talk about on the show or anything really that you fancy talking to us about we're ready to hear uh so while tom gets that dog to shut up uh let's crack mm-hmm. on to the next segment cracking on <laughs> crack on i'll say crack on more Okay,
1: welcome back, part two of the pod. Um, so, me and
0: Dan, as we said early on, had a little project. More Dan mm. had a project and needed my expert expertise. It had its own challenges for you, though, but it was different to what would be the challenge normally. Well, Which-
1: the, the challenge for me was <laughs> explaining me.
0: basic things to you that
1: you <laughs> weren't getting. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to explain, and it wasn't easy, I'm sure, for Dan to understand. So, yeah. the project was uh, rem- remove Dan's old PC. Mm. To a new case, essentially
0: so no new parts, parts same PC. Same. Yeah, uh, I'm too just poor. Case. I'm too poor for for new parts. But what I could manage to afford uh, with my Christmas gifts is uh, this new lovely Corsair case that I actually ordered These in black, beautiful. but I got it in white. But classically, the kid and me refused to wait the time it would take for me to send that back and get back the color I wanted. However, yeah, now looking I mean, at it. A- I think yeah, I think white is is a good choice really for a color but, of PC But it cake. is
1: such a problem what you're talking about. Yeah, it um,
0: is. And How, I could literally receive the wrong item yeah. but you're just too excited yeah, you're, yeah. you're not
1: going to mess about
0: you're yeah. going to get in there I think these businesses take advantage of that they go look look. I bet you they're in the warehouse and went listen we haven't got any more of these black cases Uh, what do we do? and he goes oh, just send him a white one I'm sure he'll allow it and unfortunately yeah, yeah. that works they'll probably get away with it so often
1: but it's it's like when my desk arrived so my desk arrived with a a, a screw missing I couldn't put a screw into it yeah. not a screw missing it literally had the hole missing
0: yeah, yeah so yeah
1: rather than order a new part, which I could have easily done, they offered it. Yeah. I went to be bought the required parts, yeah. made the whole myself and spent <laughs> another 20 quid doing it. But <laughs> so. I needed it today.
0: But you need it, yeah. What choice <laughs> do you have? This is how they get yeah. you. Yeah, the strategic um, people. So yeah, it took us nine and a half hours over, voice, uh, over video chat. Because mm. obviously COVID time, so we couldn't do it in person, which is a challenge in itself, really. Well, it was just saying things like, you, you see that screw there, you see yeah.
1: that, it's like, but but then Dan like obviously can't screws. really see what I'm seeing so it's uh
0: yeah, I think it, it's
1: very difficult. I think
0: what I really found funny is when we when we did this both of us were like oh this will be great segment for the podcast let's let's record this. And we started recording it. And I think after about an hour, we were like, this is boring. (laughs) No No, one wants to watch it. I remember saying, Dan, I've been recording for three hours. There's no way I'm editing this. (laughs) This is not, yeah. Never mind editing. It just would not have been interesting for anyone to watch, unfortunately. It was basically just me panicking at every instruction Tom gave me. Because I was convinced I was going to break the PC. I was so convinced. And basically what happened is we, our story goes that we, we managed to get all the parts out and build and then put all the new parts into the PC over about what took must have taken five hours, I would say. So your question is going to be next. What happened for the remaining three to four hours? And basically when we turned it on, we didn't get any success. Well,
1: Okay, so the basic problems were were very obvious. Problem is we didn't identify those problems. Mm. The RAM was in the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, it was. Which wouldn't happen if I was
0: putting the RAM in. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I actually didn't know the RAM could go in the wrong Uh, way. Well, it did. It fit perfectly. Either that or I broke the motherboard. I'm not sure which one. Well, it's working. But the thing is, what I did learn from this PC building experience is, you know, you do have to be quite firm with the items that you use. uh, Because you kept telling me, like, you know, just you've got to yank at it. And I just felt so conscious I was going to snap something or break something that I just it was hard for me to give it that pressure. And unfortunately...
1: Sorry. No, well, no,
0: no, no. I was just gonna say, unfortunately, no, it just made me kind of very anxious about the whole process because I thought I had to pull so hard to yank things out. Just in general, the whole PC building process seems like it could
1: be streamlined so much. There's so yeah. many yeah. so many parts that just just don't make any sense. It like, seems overly complex. Like the four pins going in. Why not just make that some sort of cable as yeah. opposed to four? delicate pins yeah
0: yeah, yeah, maybe there's a reason and there probably is a reason but yeah just impractical nonetheless but the best moment for it was definitely our triumphant moment at the end when when i we were both starting to think this is broken both of us were like we've done this that's it that's an 1300 pound build pc broken what now and we were really at the point of giving up we even i I had a dinner break because i hadn't eaten all day from the stress of trying to with this pc and i came back feeling like this is all over and lo and behold, we found out the RAM was the right way around. And then it's this moment where... Because we discovered these little lights on the motherboard and we were trying to work yeah. out what the light meant. And it was it was like a, a red light. It's and a warning light. It yeah. was a warning light. And then when we finally decided to switch the RAM around, I remember turning it on, the red light came on. I instantly said, Tom, it's a red light again. Both of us felt so defeated. Then it turned... Orange. No, it was an orange light. Then it turned red. Then both of us went, oh God, it's red. That can't be good. And I tried to turn it's it. It's going to blow. I thought it was going to blow. So I tried to turn it off in a panic. And then it turned green. And both you and me just went,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, I wasn't quite as panicked as you were. Oh, I was panicked. I have gone through, I had a, a a 12 hour long build on my PC. And there was always faith that it's, it's never going to be a critical error you make unless you physically break something. So, if you're ever going to give it a, a go, do give it a go. Mm. It is well worth doing. Don't go to PC specialists.
0: Don't go uh, uh, unless they These want to that build it. Yeah, then do. Uh, uh, then <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah, go to definitely PC specialists. But um, I have to say, actually, from a guy who literally knows nothing about building PCs, uh, it is not as overwhelming actually as you expect it to be now, yeah. now it's, it's daunting at first isn't it yeah it's it? daunting but, yeah. There, there's not actually that much to it no there no there really isn't there isn't and I suppose my fears of breaking well obviously weren't that that much of an issue because it's still working but it, it it is actually sort of an experience which has made me realise now I could look ahead and think I can change the parts of my PC now when I upgrade parts I'll feel confident doing that uh, with some walkthroughs I don't still you know I'm not going to just go yeah, blind yeah, but yeah no. More confident to actually like move things around, and more confident I'm not just going to break my PC by doing it. So a good experience overall, I think. A good And
1: maybe we'll get a little uh, comparison picture of your old PC and your. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll show you on the Instagram.
0: Yeah, I'll pop that up on the new Insta because it does look really good. I am really chuffed with it. Uh, I mean, it's got a long way to go in my opinion. It does start on the. It does. So remember, as I said, this is my old part PC. So there's some parts that look alright, but there's there's a lot that doesn't look alright and because now I have a case that shows off what's inside I do need to step my game up I think a bit with what's in there so that's a good place to spend loads of money I don't have <laughs> can't, can't wait for that uh, yeah. but you know uh, maybe a few of those ideas in no brainer. You know, it might have to, to be yeah at this rate yeah inevitable uh, so yeah that was our exciting nine hour project and I have to say I don't think me and Tom have ever been on a call <laughs> for that long well, of time that was the real surprise wasn't it that we
1: got through it without Actually, a single argument, which is astonishing. Yeah, that is astonishing.
0: Like we do argue. There's something yeah. we can do well as argue. Uh, and you would think in a situation where there's so much frustration, you would snap at something. But I mean, I was actually
1: working from home at the time, and oh, I'm right. not. I'm not just saying I was working like. It was just nothing to do. I was was working quite hard. I remember that. Just hearing Dan just chat nonsense about (laughs) the thing blowing up was painful. Yeah, I do remember. We got there
0: in the end. Like there was a point where you were so overwhelmed, you were getting calls from work. I could hear you on a a work chat. Then you had like more. Dog was going wild. Dog going wild, and I was just like, Tom, it's gonna break. (laughs) (laughs) And it just continues. So good job on you. I'm very grateful for your help. Uh, yeah, a fun experience And, overall. you know, what an achievement, really, I think. Huh. So that was our no exciting eight and a half to nine hour project. All right. Welcome back to part three of the Blow Average Gamers podcast. Uh, we are now going to hear some No-Brainer Club. Not ticked to the a brainer Club. I buy things that no one wants. Go ahead, gamers, buy the lot. Regret come later, don't you stop. Whoa. So, just as a reminder for any new listeners, No Brainer Club is basically a club for all us people—a support group, if you will, uh, for all us people, all us gamers who, in our setups, have spent with our, no brains. With no brains, have spent all our money on things that pretty much don't provide you much but no do. they don't they don't yeah there's no real
1: tangible benefit you don't need but it but they yeah ex- that's that's it it's, it's,
0: it's a want but need world however you do need it oh of course yeah, yeah. Like, you um, absolutely need officially, it officially you don't need it but no, no, realistically but you do need it you do. like previous ones we've spoken about was like a a draft beer tap that we could have attached to the desk that was a no-brainer for me. That was a strange
1: one. I don't know where that came from. Well, but, I'm just—I'm
0: yeah. trying to think outside the box. You know, I think Tom, we right? talked
1: about the uh, IQ lights, right? The, the IQ lights, lights, which
0: will be uh, the prize, depending on our Rocket League challenge that we have for Tom versus my uh, girlfriend Johanna, who training is on the way. Um, By on the way, I mean she Googled the title of the game. so It's a good start Mm -hmm. to that. So So she hasn't
1: played it at all yet?
0: No, not yet, but we are planning on doing it and we'll try and get some footage to uh, show our lovely listeners what's going on and how we're progressing. Uh, You know, I'm still confident. So when we have this face-off in 2027, uh, I think, you know, things could go well. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay, so no-brainer club. All right, so we already talked about some IQ lights last time. I'm going to stay with the lighting theme Ooh. and talk to you about nano leaf oh yes oh god damn these things are beautiful i knew they would be so they're essentially either hexagonal is Ooh. that a word done good shapes yes that's
0: correct <laughs> yeah um a uh, triangle yeah that's also or great square square is right yeah <laughs> square yeah is a word yep, um
1: a word. they're tiles that go on your wall uh, pretty flat tiles. You can't really see that they protrude at all, um, but they light up all sorts of different colours. They have all sorts of effects. Are they compatible they with
0: um, Corsair's lighting like program? No, no, no. Okay.
1: I think the thing that you'll find with literally every light is the fact that they don't work together. Mm. But what they do work with is Alexa. So therefore, any other light you have, you know, if I tell it to, if I tell Alexa to change it to purple. Mm. I was just checking she didn't hear that one. Um, what, what, That dog? It will change every light, no matter what it was. No, Alexa. Oh, <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were looking for your dog.
0: I was like, why, is there like a trigger word for your dog? No, no, no. Bubble, bubble. He said just goes nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, they aren't
1: cheap. So they very much fall in the one but hmm. don't need category. That's why I don't have any,
0: because they are too pricey. I think
1: they're £150 for the starter kit, which is... Five tiles, mm. and I already bought three more. That's how good they. are I have are. to say as
0: well, when I look on it or like on Amazon or something, they don't look very good on the advertising. I don't know if you think the same, but you know the pictures they show you to advertise mm. the product. I think they don't look good there, but in real they life, haven't they look amazing. Really marketed it at the PC market. They've what? sort of
1: marketed it more as a a living room product. Oh really? Um, yeah, that
0: seems to be the I way. I thought it was but, the gaming like sort of. Sales oh, I mean thrives no 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 that's
1: where it's shown more you know that's where you see it on tiktok that's where you see it everywhere else but on their website they seem to kind of ignore that fact yeah but yeah nano leaf definitely look into it if you've got a bit of money
0: to burn from christmas they're awesome yeah yeah, i do want it one day one day once i get a bit more money (laughs) that's a that's gonna be a no-brainer for me uh so my no-brainer club it's something that i would never have thought i would need until someone came up with the idea and now i realise. It's something I definitely want because it combines two of my favorite things together, which is video games and fried chicken. I'm guessing you've probably Ah, heard of it. Ah, the KFC console. The KFC console, man. I mean, what is that? I don't understand. Uh, Yeah, I haven't done much research into it, but
1: I believe it's just a place to keep your chicken warm.
0: No, it's more... It it is a a legitimate gaming console. But it doesn't exist it does it's a thing I've actually it I doesn't seen it in, exist I'm telling you it exists it's a genuine console I'm telling console, you it doesn't and exist and they're saying that they're going to blow all these next generation consoles out the water with this combination of things I've seen footage of someone using it and taking their fried chicken and it's literally a games console with this grill section at the top which I'm guessing uses the heat from the console itself to maintain the temperature of your fried chicken that you order from KFC or wherever I suppose you can put any fried chicken
1: so how do we buy this console that definitely exists
0: it's you know still and development, it's coming, Tom. Don't worry. But there are people have no. it, people own it. I'm telling you. And yeah, literally, they are advertising that the graphics cards are going to live up to the to current generation games, and that you'll be able to run, you know, a I lot mean, of your I'm
1: games. A Look, it looks like they've partnered with Cooler Master to make it. Yeah, it's so genuine. Maybe it does exist.
0: It does. I just think it obviously is more of a publicity stunt as opposed to a genuine like attempt to get into the gaming world. Because, I mean, well. You're in the gaming world once you make a PC,
1: right? And that looks like essentially what this is. Graphics card... With a fried chicken. RAM, hard drive...
0: With a fried chicken. And a meter, motherboard. Which With is just... a fried chicken. What? Are, where does the grease go? The grease is going to get into the, the graphics cards and motherboards and you're going to have big trouble then.
1: They must have thought
0: this through. I don't know how they've done it. But I mean, I honestly would never have thought to myself I need that. But it's true. When you order food, the worst bit is if you're playing a game and you need to eat your food simultaneously... It always goes cold. Because what if you're in a situation where you, you know you you can't you can't take a bite until you wait till the round's over? It gets cold, and they've worked mm. out how to fix this problem. So well, I don't disagree with you, but yeah, no brainer. You know, you got an oven, you got a microwave. No, it's not the same though. There's keeping it warm on the grill. That's just very different. I mean, I would be tempted. Would I be tempted? I <laughs> I would not be buying one. I might have to think about it. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll
1: consider it. Number two for me, mm-hmm. I am going to talk about Elgato's Stream Deck.
0: Oh, yeah. So,
1: this is obviously marketed
0: at streamers, um, but I it's thought, got a lot. I don't know, though. I mean, I haven't got one, but from what you've told me, I can see it being useful.
1: Well, it is, but it's, it's marketed at streamers. It's called yeah. a stream deck. That's no, true. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's in the name.
1: But, yeah, there's there's just so many good features for, for non-streamers. You know, basic things. But this is one that I love. One button to change my sound output f- to my headphones. Mm. You know, don't miss about finding the output or anything like that. Just click the button. Just click the button to change it back to speakers. Yeah. Open all your favourite apps. Um, mm. Control all your lighting. You know, your your Corsair lighting. Even the Nanoleaf I can control. All the lighting in the That's house useful. I can control on it. Uh, FPS buttons, record buttons. I mean... Right now I'm watching it play Pac-Man against itself just it's sort of a screensaver. Oh, it's like a screensaver so, yeah. feature. That's cool. There's there's it's definitely worth thinking about and it's very well priced in my opinion. No. I think it's 60 quid for the mini, which is really good.
0: What tell tell the <laughs> listeners about your the one you had previously. You had one didn't you before? So I had a Corsair
1: iQ Nexus it was called. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's just essentially a small... I don't know if anyone's ever seen the MacBook Pro touch bars. It's essentially that. But... <clears throat> sorry. I'm having some trouble here. I have something stuck in my
0: throat. Shall I fill the air with yeah, some other random talking? Give some dead air. So what uh, Tom is discussing right now is a <coughs> no-brainer club situation, which involves none other than the device he will now discuss with you now. Okay, welcome <laughs> back to uh,
1: to Tom. Um, to so Tom. Uh, the, the Nexus, it was just a touchscreen that you could sort of. They promised you could do anything with, which I'm sure you can mm. with an extent with an extensive knowledge of how to do it. It was confusing. I didn't understand it. It looked like crap, to be honest. The screen was like a Nokia 1080. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't impressed at all. Um, but I bought it for eighty quid three months later when I decided I weren't using it I sold it for 300 and so. oh, that's what blows my mind that's yeah. what I, that's what I wanted you to tell I Like, have, I have no idea how Like, I, I googled it I was I was thinking like, uh, uh, what has happened here have I missed a massive treat? it's yeah, just like yeah. the greatest device ever Yeah, but no I couldn't work it out I couldn't Like, it wasn't just one person bidding it up there was multiple 50, 60, 70 bids on it I don't yeah. But do you do you, you know here.
0: with uh? Do you know some people buy like little small screens which they attach into their PC? Have you seen those? No. You never seen it. Like they get like, literally like a small screen that literally has a HDMI input. Oh, it... a mini screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a mini yeah. screen. Yeah. Could you not get a mini screen, say, and and maybe somehow make a similar type of streaming? Well, it
1: would have to be a mini touchscreen. But yeah, you definitely could. But. It depends if someone's kind of done it, someone's done the framework for you, yeah. which in all likelihood on
0: the internet they would someone, have. Someone, yeah, someone out yeah. there has done something.
1: Yeah. So there's loads of little hacks, but I think the Stream Deck's the best. Number one, you've got physical buttons. Yeah. That's much nicer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um.
1: Okay, Dan, you've got another item for us? You know us, what? I or? did
0: have one. I've lost it on my list, and I don't remember what it is. So. No, well, I, could, I could talk about one more you quickly. You talk about one more quickly, quick and maybe I'll remember it for the next time. <laughs> so it's just arrived
1: brand new brand new to the desk Um, we're talking about a mouse bungee oh yeah this is an item that you put your mouse cord through it goes on your desk stays on your desk and it just sort of keeps your mouse cord tight so there's Mm. nothing getting caught on it it looks a bit nicer 15 quid overpriced yeah but you can probably pick it up for a tenner somewhere
0: yeah I mean I'm quite happy with that it's a shame you can't put, like, your keyboard cable, like, a bunch of cables, and then they all just but, sort But, but look cable. down
1: and look at your keyboard cable and look at the size of it. Like, yeah, it is chunky. But I, I don't think you'd want to. I see what you're saying, mm. so all your cables are going into one place, but yeah. I think that would get a bit messy. Why um, is there not
0: a design for, like, a hole in the middle of your desk or something like that allows the keyboard cable just to go straight down? Or, you know, like, we have these, like, big mouse pad, trackpad, RGB things... Why isn't there not just a hole in there? And then you can have a hole in the desk and then it goes straight through the middle under the keyboard so you don't even see the cables. You just completely hide them. Hmm. I mean... You could just use a drill and do it yourself. Yeah, I guess Yeah, I guess I could do that. Although that doesn't usually go well for me. I just attach these, like, stands to my controller and headset on the side of the desk and I can't say it was a <laughs> smooth operation. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit wonky. I'm, get, I'm getting slightly better at that stuff. I got a little tool set for Christmas. Did I, you? I feel like a bit of a
1: bit of a mover and shaker. I think you know? it's a necessary Need some work
0: done call me over. It's a necessary skill isn't it to to oh, absolutely! Be an adult. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna have to learn that some, but I'll get round to it sooner or later. Uh, I guess as well. No, not this wasn't the one I was thinking of. I can't remember the one I was thinking of. But also, like I, I bought this new Corsair mouse and Corsair keyboard to go with the new Corsair case, so that there's a nice RGB sync. I'll send. I'll put of the course pictures. Online. You did. Uh, of course, of course, I did. Yeah, very oh, no, good. No. Well done. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> very good. And <laughs> very I have to say, good. I bought it off. Um, uh, by the way scan.co.uk if you want to promote us uh, I'm about to advertise you so please do sponsor <laughs> sponsor us immediately mm-hmm, yeah. but we I bought look, it off...
1: we, I mean I like Scan we're
0: good yeah well actually and I do I, I've never used them before but it was a refurbished DPD as well yeah, reliable yeah. delivery service yeah exactly and it was a refurbished version of this Corsair case that would typically be £150 and I got it for £80 because it was refurbed and you, it comes in a box it's all well oh, it's professionally you, packed yeah, yeah, I yeah. cannot see a single mark on it and is, the only thing you lose
1: out on is is the
0: warranty. I, I'm sure they offer a used warranty. I don't think I've ever Walmart. used a warranty on anything, ever.
1: <laughs> so Are you serious? No, this never happens.
0: This is why you don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, it's probably. It makes sense. So that is, I think this is a very, very good investment, actually, I think. And it, I had a mechanical keyboard oh. before, and this one's also mechanical, but it's sort of less mechanical, and I like that. Right,
1: okay, thanks for that. Total makes loads of sense. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, mechanical but it's it's
0: less mechanical less mechanical <laughs> thank you dan <laughs> so no problem you're welcome and talking about mechanical just really quickly can someone tell me what's so great about mechanical keyboards mm, I-, I only do we it did discuss this yeah didn't we? we did because i just get it because everyone else tells me i should but i don't it's that oh. sound but it's so loud Come i can't on, i can't type anything because i know it's going to be recorded by my mic so i have to just not use my computer when we record. The can podcast. you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought Discord maybe would have thought of a
0: way of getting rid of that. I mean, Discord no. is good for that, but I, I can still hear it. But it's a pretty obvious sound, isn't it? If they want to get rid of it, yeah, you'd be able just to filter get rid that. of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Just get rid of it, Discord. God, come on, Discord. <laughs> um. Okay, that's Snowbana Club. No Over and out. Club. Over and out. Okay, welcome back to part four of the blow Average Gamers podcast. We have a big moment here. Mm. It is Game of the Year Awards, or as Dan would call it, the best games from the
0: year that <laughs> was 2020. <laughs> that's the way That's the way to call it. And funnily enough, you know, it is typical that you tell these announcements in the year 2020 at the end. We chose to do it in 2021 because, you know, that's how you below averagely do game of the year whatever I called it I can't remember it so long <laughs> <laughs> yeah I seem to remember it I don't uh, know how yeah you managed to remember it
1: Um, so yeah I mean we've got a list of three games
0: yeah list of three games and it will be you know our top three we did Steam Awards a little while back but that was specifically to Steam now this has been expanded to sort of you know every console and PC Xbox Playstation uh, Nintendo Switch as well just the whole package deal really Um. So this is going to be our top three favorite Mm -hmm. games going obviously from third place to first place first. So me and Tom each have our own ones. We didn't agree on it. We've just discussed on what we think is the ones we like. So do you want me to start, Tom? Do you want to start?
1: Yeah, you start. Okay. You're going to start with uh, number three.
0: Yeah, yeah. Number three. Yeah. So my third... Place decision. I had a little think about this, and the way I thought about it is I was like, Of the games I played, which is the one that sticks in my memory on in 2020? Which is the one that sort of stood out for me? Uh, and because there were other games, that I, i you know, there were a lot of games I had to consider, really. I actually had a few competing games, really. See, I, I if I'm honest with you, I struggled. Did you?
1: I struggled to. I mean, Dan initially wanted to have five games,
0: I did, yeah. I could I have five to, games. I don't. I don't know if I've played five games that came out this year. I honestly don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do, you're do. you the kind of gamer that has... You stick to the games you love and you've been playing <laughs> yeah, those yeah, games yeah. for a long time. I do like yeah. to try new games and give them a go. Um, and also, I like single-player games, which you don't really. So there's a mm, whole world of games yeah. for me out there that you don't necessarily always enjoy. No, yeah. And not. actually, you'll notice that because... My top choices are very much single-player games.
1: I, I I know one that's going to be in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah of, course, of course. I don't know the others. All right, give us number three, Dan. So number three, uh, and it was a really pleasant surprise actually, uh, because the franchise generally hasn't really released much, and it was a uh, Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order. I don't know if you played it at all. You're not really a Star. Uh, Wars I
1: didn't. Guy. No, I I know you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed um, it.
0: It was it basically is you know its own story set between. Um, Star Wars episode... Oh, I want to get this right because you don't want all the Star Wars fans oh, shouting do you. do not annoy them. You though. do not want to get that wrong. Yeah, Star Wars episode three and four. So it's after basically all the Jedis have been knocked out. And the gameplay is really good. The, the, the Jedi lightsaber combat, that is really interesting. A lot of glitches, right? I didn't really experience any glitches, to be honest. No? The story Maybe was that's... enjoyable. Uh, it gave you a little bit more insight into the universe, which was nice. It has some nice links in as well to accurate Star Wars facts. And what it's done that like hasn't been done in a while is is that it 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 brought the single player Star Wars games back to life because it's an intention now to bring it into a new franchise. And I, I just I had a really good time with it. I really enjoyed myself. It's challenging because I played it on the harder difficulty, and you will have to grind. It's sort of like a mm. Dark Souls style. So you, you know you you you're given really quite difficult battles, and you you just have to fight your way through it until you get to the end. Uh, what
1: is in? Do you grind separately, or do you just keep doing? The you have to keep doing the area? same
0: because you you have to learn the moves that they're so doing. It's
1: not it's not open world, as in You can't go and train against
0: some weaker. No, you don't level up. It's more uh, of a. No, do you a,
1: level up? A guided open. You world. You unlock
0: like new abilities, so you do you do level yeah. up actually, but not in that sort of way that you're thinking of. It is more about I need to work out how you are fighting. And then how mm. to counter the moves he's, you're doing, and that oh, takes I time. i got you, yeah, yeah. So you Very die. Binding
1: of Isaac. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you do level up and get stronger. But I, I, think it's the the challenge is more about yeah, learning almost like a puzzle. Learning
1: the moves. It's yeah. like a
0: puzzle. I need to learn what I'm supposed to do in that situation. Uh, yeah. I, I really loved it. I, I, I highly recommend for Star Wars fans and even non-Star Wars fans because I think the gameplay is just that special.
1: All right, so uh, my list sort of takes uh. Uh, it's going to be different to yours, that's
0: for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Our that's, gaming... a, that's good, though. It's a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, my list is heavily indie. Mm. There, There is a non indie game there. But coming in at number three, I don't even think you've played it, mm. is Hades.
0: You know what? I almost bought it on the weekend. I was really considering it.
1: It is special. Like, when it comes to roguelites, it is by far. Well, I was about to say the best of the year, but um, <laughs> but it's
0: not because it's the <laughs>
1: number one, isn't It's also a road light. but no, it's it's incredible. It really is good. It's on the switch, which I really want to buy it on because yeah, i have got it, it seems, on PC. That's but what I was
0: considering buying on. It seemed appropriate. Def- for that. Was it on sale on there? Uh, no, I don't think it was. I think it's twenty. It's, just, it's more expensive as well. It's like twenty two It's just 000. so
1: much, yeah. Mm. Like especially when you already own it. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, I can't really explain it. It's your usual roguelike. You sort of go through, you get items as you progress. You get more and more powerful. Um, I don't want to ruin too much, but yeah, definitely give it a go. My, Quality
0: game. My understanding from what I was looking at is what's different to this one from other roguelikes where you do sort of die, start again, is every time you die, you, mm. there's a development in the you story. You don't really die, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah you die as a character, but mm. you, you sort of come back to
0: and you can sort of upgrade certain things and that I like that appeal because that's my only issue and it actually has a
1: story like you say there's a story to it whereas obviously all the
0: road lights have a story but yeah like you say you, you got- die
1: once and then you start that story again technically yeah
0: yeah and I like that appeals um, to me because develop. that's my only issue with roguelike games I do I actually really do enjoy like things like you know arcade style games like Resogun back in the day which is like sort of like a oh, 3D god, class. space invaders like but more advanced type game god uh, damn I
1: want to play that yeah that
0: was a really good that's game that's on
1: my Vita actually I might whack that that's, out that's
0: a good that's a good console to have it on and you'd basically try and score the high highest score and I really enjoyed that grind that was enjoyable to me but yeah roguelikes there's always been a barrier for me which i find very frustrating when i just die and i start from the beginning again which is weird because that's exactly what i do in resogun but there's something different with how resogun was and how roguelikes are well
1: how did you get on with spelunky in the end
0: well i you know what i do enjoy it it is fun it's fun because for me i play differently to you in the sense that i like enjoy playing just a quick 20 30 minutes just to get my gaming on and then I mm. then I end it. You would rather do a proper session and a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really got to that level. Uh, so, but I would like to try Hades. I am very much uh, on the brink. What did you get Hades on Steam? Steam. Yeah, might have to use your login details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> All right, Dan, your number two, please. Yeah. So my number two. Uh, it was. I can't say it's gonna be a surprising one, unfortunately, because I know probably people are if they're up to date with award. Winning ones, they've probably seen this one a lot. But well, actually, on that note, sorry, as I interrupt you, Hades won number one
1: in a lot PC Gamer It won, it was number
0: one. Oh out really? 100. Oh really? Yeah. So, well, that I did hear about that. It doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah. my, my second choice, uh second place, and I didn't expect it when I got the game. If I'm honest, I didn't really know what to expect. In some ways, it was Ghost of Tsushima it. Ah, I thought that would be your number one. Now I don't know what your number uh, one is. Oh well, yeah, because it was. Oh yes, I do.
1: Yeah, of yeah, course you, do. Must do, you must. <laughs> you yeah.
0: must. It was, uh, you know, and it, it, the story is not going to blow your mind, but it was an enjoyable story that kept me engaged. The again, like with Star Wars, the sword combat was really enjoyable, really rewarding. Uh, and this idea of changing your stances for certain enemies added an extra element of strategy into the combat as well. Um, it was. It's a free roam game for anyone who hasn't played it, where uh, set in sort of you know Japan, um, and you are a samurai sort of trying to protect your land from uh, a Mongol and it's a, invasion. And it's a
1: PS4 exclusive, isn't
0: it? PS4 exclusive. It's beautiful. Like graphically, it really is lovely. You'll be riding your horse through the sunset, and you will be in awe at times. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to hear. The uh, scenery over my Heathrow Airport plane of a PlayStation. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I mean, it it's, it's weird to uh, you've talked about it as Game of the Year before, mm.
1: and uh, as a PC gamer or well, a gamer in general, we would hear about stuff. I've I heard from it
0: uh, from no one apart from you. Oh, really? I I've, it's had Literally. a lot of talk. It has had a lot of talk. Oh,
1: online, it has. Like if you Google it, many people consider it up there with Game of the Year. Yeah, but. You know, in our friend group, no one has touched it and no one probably knows it exists.
0: No, that's true, that's true. And they've even added, I haven't played this yet, but they've added a four-player co-op mode to it, which sounds apparently really entertaining and I would love to see that go at some point. But, uh, like, mm. overall as well, like, the story, like I said, isn't going to blow your mind, but it is a good grip like it's an engaging story keeps you playing and the voice acting is top notch and you can you can play the whole game in japanese if you want to which makes it even more authentic or with the english voices which still are gripping Both, the japanese is much more immersive and feels sort of greater in that way but more i suppose
1: if it's based in japan yeah
0: yeah it sticks to the theme but nonetheless even in english it's still just as equally gripping i uh i really enjoyed it and it was a surprise for me because i thought it was going to be a bit I don't know i was expecting it to be one of those generic free roam games again but it wasn't it was it was different it was fun and uh, i highly recommend that if you haven't played it and you have a playstation 4 then play it there we go
1: mm-hmm. okay talking of surprises my number two was a surprise for me uh because i haven't been uh, it's assassin's creed valhalla oh um I haven't been a massive Assassin's Creed fan. Last one I played was Black Flag, which
0: what a great was probably one, that six or seven years ago. I now. mean, that was an amazing one. That was no, really it was, was incredible, yeah. It was top draw. Yeah. Um,
1: but this one, I can't talk hugely about it because I, I don't have many hours. I've probably got 15, 20 hours in it. Mm. And I have probably barely touched the sides of the game. Yeah. But it, it gripped me from minute one. Um, the combat
0: is good, which assassin's creed has definitely struggled with at it, times like yeah i mean people actually yeah. a lot of the time rate it like and say it's quite good but i, I find it clunky I a lot of the I time i do find yeah. it sometimes a bit clunky and, and i don't i don't enjoy it uh as yeah. much as everyone else seems to talk oh, this bloody dog he wants to be part of the podcast tom what can i tell you <laughs> yeah i mean i still haven't played assassin's creed valhalla uh but yeah i still really want to it's, it's more just i haven't been able to afford it and i got i you know i've just spent all my money on a pc case so well oh, you definitely it. need to log into my uh what is it i think epic epic, I bought yeah, it epic on, account. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i do need to do that because i really do want to try it the last assassin's creed odyssey i had and i did really enjoy that they they completely changed up the system which i think they continued into valhalla so you've played it now uh where it's more role-playing game style where you can level up and increase and change your equipment and and that actually has an effect yeah. on your armour. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They've, they've, they've changed it in that way, and the worlds are massive, right? Because Odyssey was massive. I'm guessing um, Valhalla is oh, equally massive. Oh,
1: yeah. I haven't, uh, like I said, literally, even if I look at my map, you see maybe 30% of it discovered right now. Like, yeah. It is nuts how big it is. Yeah. And... Of course, your only method of travel is a boat or a horse or on your feet. So it it can be a long game to get around.
0: Long journey. And that was my only... Although I loved Odyssey for being such a vast world, I also never completed it because it's just so long. I generally was like, oh, I need to get to that side of the map, do I? I guess I should plot out my two-week expedition (laughs) (laughs) because it would just take me so long to get to anywhere useful, which is just exhausting. No, it was tough. But I I think, yeah, I think I, I really would like to play... Uh, the new Valhalla but I think well either I'll play it using your account or I'll wait for that that amazing day when I finally buy a next gen console and uh, maybe get it on that because it is more of a console game for me it's more of the kind of game you want to play sitting on your sofa as opposed to I, on a uh, PC yeah I think
1: you're right yeah um, okay Dan number one biggest game of the year the number best one. game of the year number of one. the year that was 2020
0: of the year that was 2020 I mean this one I, I had to choose it I was very excited for it coming up and I know that a lot of people had varying opinions about this and that's fair enough You, everyone has everyone has different experiences with games but for me Last of Us Part 2 was just a an incredible experience I enjoyed this story about revenge you know the story wasn't that deep there wasn't Necessarily, a lot that happens, but for for me, it was the exploring of revenge and the characters and the way they did their act, voice acting. Did it? Sorry, did it develop from Last of Us Part One or? or... It, it does to some extent, so it is linked. I, I don't want to give any spoilers. It is it is linked to the story, but it is done uh in a way where it sort of veers onto a, a new topic. I wouldn't say there's actually much to the story I could literally without I'm not going to say it because I want to ruin it but I could tell you what the whole story is in less than 30 seconds but it's more about the exploring of the characters and what they're going through that's, that's the part that was so engaging and gameplay wise and that's
1: the same for the Last of Us I mean yeah. I played the first one and it was yeah you're right it was so gripping so engaging and yeah.
0: of the characters really Yeah, yeah. I never
1: felt a, a bigger involvement
0: yeah exactly and the gameplay wise as well like you know, it was similar to the first, but they also they just added a bit more depth to it. You can now go prone, which added a lot of elements to it. But there was this one point in the game I remember so vividly where you know, the game did a really good job of making you feel in that scenario. So when something went wrong, I had to react, and I had to react quickly. And so let's say they suddenly spotted me. It's not like you do in some games where you're like, oh, I've been spotted. I'm going to just start trying to gun everyone down and start again. It had a way of making you react to the scenario. So if if you it's hard as well it isn't is it hard. you can't
1: just you can't just go
0: running in there and no you have to be you know stupid. if you
1: get spotted yeah you you, you shit your pants
0: yeah, you yeah, really you do, do. <laughs> and that's the problem with the only issue it's not an issue it's not a complaint but it was exhausting like I could yeah. play an hour and I was just ex- I was just knackered and I just had to be like oh, I need a break so I couldn't play yeah. it for very long at a time because it just wiped me it's just emotionally <laughs> mentally just all of it that you next. did finish the game, didn't you? Oh, 100%, I would never have left it unfinished. Uh, no. and I intend to play it all through again, but I'm waiting for a next-gen console because the only thing that took away the fun was as I said, the Heathrow loud airplane PlayStation. That the sound of the PlayStation did take away a little bit from the experience. Time for a PS5. That's the plan. As soon as the PS5 comes, I will play it again for sure because it is going to be play is playable on both consoles
1: it's not going to be graphically upgraded is it
0: no no but it's maybe more. just purely because you're playing on a bit of but graphically it it's well. fantastic it really is yeah. people were saying I've seen comparisons and it's so true when everyone was saying oh cyberpunk is going to be this visually amazing graphical game actually <laughs> considering how much time it took them to develop it you know you've got games like Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 Ghost of Shush- Tsushima Last of Us Part 2 all of them look in my opinion maybe not Red Dead but in my opinion better and but, uh, it's got a lot of This less fun is
1: to make. this is the thing. Last of us part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima and yeah. countless other games. Mm. You look at the hype that Cyberpunk received. Yeah. It's not even on the same scale no. as Last of Us. It's no. it's not even close. No, I completely and agree. And the letdown was astronomical. Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah.
0: absolutely huge. Yeah, without um, doubt. So, maybe consider other games. Yeah, that'd be my advice. So, that's my number one uh, game of the year. I'd love to hear who agrees with me. I'm sure there are people out there.
1: So, weirdly enough, your number one Mm. is Last of Us 2.
0: Yeah. My number one is Spelunky 2. Oh, weirdly enough, is it? I don't think you've ever mentioned Spelunky 2 on this podcast. No, no, no. (laughs) I,
1: I, I don't play... I play a lot of games, and Spelunky Two and Rocket League are the only games I play. Yeah, so yeah, um, so
0: you know, top three was a real push. Yeah, it really was.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, Spelunky Two is
0: just
1: just just have no words. It is so good. Mm. It is it is so deep as well. Like I've almost stopped playing Spelunky, and I've just I just watch people play now because. You want to get to the end of this game. You want to actually achieve what this game has to offer. Yeah. Thousands of hours. Yeah. So much to put into it. I do. So much to achieve. I
0: do see the enjoyment uh, that comes from it. And just a quick summary. Splunk 2 is this roguelike, which just means, you know, you just start and die and start and die. You keep doing that, but you try and progress as far into these like 2D platformer based levels. Um, yeah,
1: sorry, I forgot about a summary.
0: I, I I always assume people know what. I'm, sure, game a them, is. I'm not sure a lot of them. I'm sure a lot of do. We got a, we got a constructive criticism. We, from got, a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a complaint. Yeah, we got a complaint that said, "I don't know what Spelunky is. Please explain." So, <laughs> do you know what I say go. to that complaint? Yeah. Why are you listening to a gaming podcast <laughs> if you don't know the number one game of the year? Uh, I mean, it's true. we got some non-gamers listening, though, being inspired. But please carry on listening. Yeah, but please carry. Don't go. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't go. Stay here, please. Um, um, yeah, so I, I, I do see the appeal. I could never put it as game of the year for me because I, I don't have that much fun. But I do understand, for, for, especially for you as a gamer uh, and you, you know the kind of games you like, why that game would stand out so significantly.
1: If I could have made this list uh games that I've enjoyed the most this year mm. Yeah it would be Rocket League could be number one and yeah. and Madden would be up there and Madden and Red really Six oh. would be up there.
0: Oh yeah, oh, you sure about that. Purely going on hours played, like uh,
1: these are the games that I've played the most.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose. If you put the hours in, you put the hours in. And you put the hours in.
1: You do put the okay. hours
0: in. Game of the year. Game of the year. Over whatever now. I called it.
1: Game of the year that was 2020.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. Welcome to part five uh, below average gamers podcast. So, we've got some gaming news for you. We've got to update you. We've been gone for so long, you probably have no idea what's happening in the gaming world. Uh, so, we'll just update you on some of the stories that we've found. Uh, Tom, you got anything for us? Yeah, I've got big news, and I don't even think you're
1: going to know about this. And oh. this is big news.
0: Oh. Well, actually, That's I don't exciting. know how big it is for you. Maybe but... save
1: it. Well, no, let's start, start them off. But uh, everything did else you play Sinaferia? Slay the
0: Spire? I did play Slay the Spire, yeah.
1: Uh, it's the best roguelike deck-building game ever made. Yeah. Um, Which really isn't saying that much, but there are loads of them. I kind of preferred Monster Train. Does that <sighs> count? Monster Train was good, but it's not as good as Yeah, It's think? just not.
0: No, Maybe it's, uh, it's, it's uh, more Spelunky? because... <laughs> Why am I talking about Spelunky? Stuff? Spelunky? Uh, <laughs> Slay the Spire. <laughs> it's um, just uh, Slay the Spire's visuals just weren't really very no, good. No, no, no.
1: Visually, but it was a fantastic game. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it really was. Um, that is being made
0: into a board game. Oh, that does make a lot of sense.
1: Well, I don't know how much sense it makes. I don't think it'll be that easy to do. But you don't think so? No, it was going to be on
0: Kickstarter early this year. So we um, basically, don't get excited. We'll be waiting a long time.
1: I think we'll probably be waiting until the end of the year to actually receive it but I'll been I will support that Kickstarter straight away I love yeah. the game love having physical stuff of games I love as well I've got the binding advisor board game card game which is apparently really good but I just haven't really worked it out yet it's quite difficult
0: yeah I think we tried to learn it and we didn't yeah. get very far did we yeah
1: um but yeah uh, I'm very much looking forward to that and if you haven't played say, the spy I'd definitely give that one a go less than 15 quid
0: yeah, incredible it, yeah, and you can get that on the Switch as well and yeah Slay, like you said Slay the Spy is basically just this card game where you try and get as far as you can through various levels and if you die you start again roguelike a lot of roguelikes we have got to talk about today mm, I like a roguelike I do like a roguelike, a rogue-like. Uh, for me well, I might as well talk about it because everyone else is uh, Cyberpunk update so ov- I have stopped playing cyberpunk I'm nowhere near completing it and I don't intend to go back to it I forgot I even own it I, I, think,
1: I honestly haven't touched
0: it I think I deluded myself in saying you know it's got to be good right and I just wanted to enjoy it and I didn't have I did not not have fun and I still do agree that the voice act uh, the the like anime, the story parts were quite enjoyable I but, still think it can be incredible I still think Glitch Free that is a fun game I genuinely do. It's just the gameplay just doesn't keep me playing. Like, I don't really find myself wanting to... There's nothing about it that really keeps me going. Mm. And unfortunately, I just lost interest and I didn't even get close to... I don't think I even started at the beginning, really. So I didn't, I didn't get out of the first city. You know? But that's not the news. The news isn't about my experience with <laughs> Cyberpunk. Uh, the news is, which some people might have heard of, CD Projekt Red, or whatever they're called, they um, are being sued... Due mm-hmm. to the false advertisement, basically of it being ready on the PS4 and Xbox 360, uh, no, not Xbox 360, <laughs> Xbox One. Um, well, and there's an argument that they falsely advertised the game itself to PC and
1: everywhere where it's actually working.
0: Oh, did, was it's, it there as well? It, I, yeah, it's, I, it's not the game that was promised at I, all. I, well, I guess that's, that is true, but I guess I, I don't think they had have a legal case for the for like no, the way it no, worked. No, no, I don't. But I do yeah. think for PlayStation 4, like. Oh, of course. You've yeah. told your investors. It doesn't you, work. Yeah, you've made a game that works and you've released it, and it, yeah. it doesn't work so much. So it actually
1: that, doesn't exist on the PS4. Yeah, one, the does PlayStation it? Store had to withdraw it,
0: yeah. it from the store. Yeah. That's that I don't think I've ever heard that happen ever. I didn't even. It's know that definitely was a
1: happened, but not to any sort of half serious game.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, like a proper game. So I think that's yeah. pretty shocking. And in my head, I don't see how in the development room you end up in a situation where you're like, all right, guys, let's try out the PlayStation 4. Yeah, it's not working. What do we do? Because yeah. Dash, release, release it, it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, what choice do we have I just find uh, that I, mean, I don't know what PS4 they were play, playing on some sort of supercharged yeah, mega PS4 they've done but... some like yeah add mods to it to get it working it but... is nuts it really is mind boggling that they released that Yeah, absolutely yeah. mental yeah it really is not ready at all so they're getting sued for I think what did they have uh Oh, so at this point, because of the legal cases and because of all these issues that have been coming, the founders of CD Projekt Red have actually lost, it's probably more now since I wrote this article, Dan, $1 billion. That's how much money has gone down the toilet because Mm. of all of these issues. That's how much I lost on crypto last month. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised. And thank you for bringing me in on those investments so I could lose money too. No problem. That was was great. Uh, So, yeah, that's my news. Uh, Tom? Um, Okay, so... I don't know if you were part of this gang, but gang. Ooh, the gang. back in
1: school, yeah. me, Luke, few others, can't really remember who, mm. Battlefield 3. Yeah, I mean, me, I don't think was... I was
0: playing Battlefield. I don't remember Battlefield 3 distinctly, but I do remember playing it. Oh, God, we loved it. Loved yeah. it to bits.
1: Now, uh, a team of modders have been working for the last five years Ooh. to bring... Modded servers, but not modded servers in you know your typical GTA mods, which just ruin the game. Modded to make it better, and servers that we can actually use. Whereas Battlefield Three, you're talking about this is Battlefield Three, yeah. yeah. Battlefield Three, right now you actually have to buy a server to play. So this is really good news for me, and I I will be giving it a go. I haven't yet, so I can't say much for it. But
0: Battlefield Three was a great. Great game. What great happened? Shoot-off. What really happened to Battlefield? Like, I remember I, I, it being I, I, quite popular, and it's not. Nothing same. happened to Battlefield.
1: Call of Duty happened to the gaming gaming to world the franchise because Battlefield to this day remains a better game than Call of Duty. It yeah, I I,
0: I I can agree because it, it it's just I don't know though, like, it's just more real, isn't it? You 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 actually feel more in a battlefield than you do. In I comp.
1: don't get the arcade. Uh, I've never liked anything that's in real life being arcadey like i don't like fifa i like pez because it's more to real life really i thought it was the other way around no no no. i thought pez was more like an arcade style game Pez used to be now they're going for the realism and fifa's Uh. just just fast-paced rubbish yeah um uh but yeah battlefield ahead of call of duty you know f1 ahead of uh Micro Machines. (laughs) I don't know, but you you get my point. I I (laughs) like really. What a comparison. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I will be giving that a go. New servers, new chance to play Battlefield 3, which I guarantee you still stands up graphically to this day.
0: Yeah, I I could believe that, because they were quite good with the graphics, actually. I remember Battlefield, how was it, 4... I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think it was four. And the graphics there really stood out to me. It was on PS4.
1: Yeah. I mean, I played Battlefield Five the other day. and uh, They have... I, don't, I can't remember if I did talk about this on the pod or not. But mm. they have an opening sequence in the campaign that's about 10 minutes long. And you jump between all the different soldiers certain there. situations. And it is just mind-blowing. To be honest, that. once you get into the campaign a bit, it sort of becomes yeah, it's not a, a good generic campaign. campaign. But that 10 minutes was, was some of the greatest Great. 10 minutes I've had gaming, <laughs> honestly. It yeah, unfortunately
0: that it goes downhill after that. Yeah, Which is a shame because yeah. previous campaigns I've loved. I thought they were actually really good. Yeah, Battlefield did them so well. But also, just like um, Call of Duty he's done the same, It's it, the campaigns have lost what they once were.
1: Again, they used to be great campaigns. Medal yeah. of Honor campaigns Metal were Honor, some of the yeah. best as well. Uh, that, that that needs a new game, without a doubt. But Medal of Honor is EA, I think. So is it? They, yeah. Oh, okay. So they have Medal of Honor and Battlefield. So they need to commit to one or the other, and yeah, they've yeah. committed to Battlefield, haven't they?
0: Uh, my last um, last bit of news is. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, because it really blew my mind, actually. But you know that Super Nintendo World has been obviously in development in Japan. Yeah. Theme Park. Uh, theme Park, yes, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, Theme Park. It's due to be opened February 4th, 2021. And some footage has leaked of it. I'll send it to you so you can have a look at it at some point, Tom. But when I watch the footage, and I don't know if anyone else feels like this, it does not look real. Like, it, they've managed to make all the props look so much like the game that I actually feel like I am looking... Uh, some sort of CGI theme park but yeah it, what an awesome idea but it's real it, like I I, actually, I don't know what they've done but they have done something amazing because it looks but incredible. trust Nintendo
1: like trust them to do something
0: yeah, yeah. That,
1: that, that is
0: so out there and actually pull it off now my, right. my worry I've only seen the Yoshi ride video and it it looks boring. <laughs>
1: it's not well, like it's
0: going to be childish,
1: isn't it? It's yeah, gonna be yeah. Childish,
0: I think it yeah. is more about experiencing the world. You know, sort of like your Legoland's, mm. where although yeah. Legoland has some good rides, but uh, yeah, I don't great. think I don't think it's really about got my driving license there. <laughs> I got my driving license there as well. <laughs> I don't think it's about the fun of the ride as much as it is about being immersed in like a Super Nintendo world. But I don't yeah. mind that because I want to go to Star Wars World in Universal Studio, well, not Universal Studios. Where is it? Disneyland. Um, because for the same reason I just want to be in the world that I've known for so long again if
1: Disney want to approach us and send us out there for a review yeah, yeah yeah I think
0: yeah. we'll take that on yeah. we do have millions of listeners and you know they're desperate to hear our experiences so send us send us there and also send us to Super Nintendo World please you might as well yeah throw us on a paint might, to Japan, right? well while well. we're on our way yeah. yeah you might as well <laughs> right so I think that's it for gaming news right Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I nodded because you can't hear me if I nod.
1: (laughs) Okay, welcome back. Final part of the pod. The most exciting part of the pod for a lot of people. Um, Oh, of course. It's riddle time.
0: You know what? Just before I say the riddle, quick thing I want to add on just for future episodes, which I was meant to say in the intro and as always, I forget. Um, I really, really think we need a catchphrase (laughs) when we introduce the pod every episode and I have no idea what that catchphrase is but I think I'm going to start throwing in catchphrases uh, Okay. At trying, the trying different trying them out seeing, seeing which one works Yeah, because I just don't like constantly saying hello welcome to the below average gamers but it's just a bit boring isn't it so I'm going to try to come right. up with something so that's well how- if, if, if it's as creative as your your way of saying game of the year then <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, excited uh, then I have high hopes for whatever the catchphrase yeah. is so that's, no that's a project that I want to do uh, for next episode so let's see how that goes anyway on to more important things uh, the riddle so here's your riddle for the next week uh, are we putting a five pound voucher up still why not yeah why not because we definitely paid out that last one right <laughs> yep <laughs> okay uh, a yellow sun is what you move traveling through tubes is your groove when you eat fruits you are a winner don't let the monsters have you for dinner I think it's really good that one can we, can we have it one more time good job me really <laughs> Uh okay uh, a yellow sun is what you move Travelling through tubes is your groove When you eat fruits You are a winner Don't let the monsters have you for dinner A
1: yellow sun is what you move Travelling through tubes is
0: your groove Wow What a brain hazard that no is clue. <laughs> yeah. no clue No clue I'm interested no to see actually what, what people come up with Yellow
1: sun is what you
0: move Yeah No clue yeah, well, as per usual, to as be per, fair. I as, haven't got one yet. As is tradition, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're keeping up with our traditions, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening to Finally We're Back 2021, and don't worry, we're, we're on track now. We'll be here weekly, weekly as we episodes. Weekly episodes, yeah. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Uh, there's your riddle. So please do submit to us on any platform you want Instagram, Facebook. We've got it all. You'll find us most likely. Uh, you can even email us at belowaveragegamerspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think and what you want us to talk about. Otherwise, from me, uh, I will say goodbye. And, Tom? Uh, Goodbye, and thank you for listening. See you you in another life. See you, well, just see you next week. (laughs) Yeah, see you next week in another life. But just next week.